Hello everyone! I know it has been such a long while and to be frank, I just needed a sabbatical. I needed to really take some time. My life and all the pieces, just as with so many people, has been shuffled and what were once anchors for me are different. Whereas in the beginning of the pandemic, things seemed quite short term, so my expectations were different. As things kept adjusting, so my expectations kept having to be adjusted, and the emotions that rolled from what my brain made all of that mean for me were a lot. I've formed some incredible habits over the past couple of months with my husband, and I've also fallen back on some habits that I need for my own personal sanity, a lot of my thought work. Sure, some of it has been by necessity, some of the falling back, um, given the circumstances, maybe, I could say, I guess. Seeing friends took a back seat and my kids have been around me nonstop, so there are different obstacles, right? This morning I was talking to my husband about how introverts such as us might find it challenging to get back out into the world, albeit safely and gradually as things shift even more, because quarantine sort of fed our desire to hunker down and rest in being homebodies, and kind of forming that as a habit, I feel like. The interesting thing, however, with having young kids during quarantine as an introvert, is that I'm actually getting less alone time than I was before all of this. So even though we are home always, so is my husband and so are my kids. And I think for those of you that don't homeschool, this has to be even harder and I feel for you. It's a bigger adjustment. There are some great silver linings, so I'm not trying to go all negative here, but realizing how much I need to balance right now that is beyond the ordinary and sort of goes under the radar made me feel better for how difficult it has been for me. I shared yesterday on social media that we just adopted a rescue dog. He's a one-year-old black lab mix and he was a stray in Mexico before going over to a shelter there and then coming to a rescue in LA where we picked him up. When we were driving home with him, my husband noticed that the street we were on was named Ajax Street and my youngest called out, I love the name Jax! And thus, his name became Jax, J-A-X, just like that. He's an incredible creature. We are all in love. We love him so much and he fits right in. He does take more time and we are inexperienced dog owners. So we are learning bit by bit every single day. Anyway, the point of that was in the share yesterday on social media, I talked about how it's been hard for me to give myself grace lately. I've struggled also with feelings of guilt for not suffering more amidst all of the loss of lives and loss of jobs and other hardships people are going through throughout the world with this pandemic. Not to mention the emotional toll it's taken on everyone and some more than others to not get the social needs met the same as before. I felt so guilty for having a hard time at all. It was as though it just, I had a thought that it was just not fair that I should feel how I felt when others had more of a right or something to feel those feelings than I did. I was not doing this consciously, and I also was not taking much time to do thought work, like I said, on those thoughts, so they were more of a looming story running in the back of my mind, as they do when we don't get them out, right? They were keeping me feeling terrible intermittently and regularly. I was feeling guilty for not going on social media more and sharing more posts and doing the podcast and feeling unworthy because my mind was telling me I had nothing to offer anyway. 
I was feeling empty for not taking time to get more creative because I know how much I need that. That creative outlet makes me feel happy, makes me feel joy, but I was believing thoughts that I didn't deserve that time. The thoughts were running rampant and that produced more thoughts that created imposter syndrome. I share all of this because, well, that's what I'm here to do. I know without a shadow of a doubt that you have struggled during this time too. All of us have, even if it's to varying degrees. And when we hear that others are struggling too, it just freaking helps. We feel like we're in this together and the weight of the world seems to slip off of our shoulders a little more. I know what to do with my thoughts. This is what I do. I work on thoughts and vulnerability and growth, and yet I've been on a full-on emotional roller coaster, not doing those things that I need to do, juggling a totally different looking schedule and trying to find ways to sneak in some alone time from, from those that I love and live with 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but putting it at the bottom of my priority list. So it usually doesn't get done lately. This is not a pity party or anybody's fault but my own. Not that I'm shaming myself, I'm just calling it out finally. This is where I have control. I can't stop the pandemic or change the rules. I can't cure the virus or make the economy take off again. But I can be open with my family about my needs. I can let go of doing everything I've been doing. So I set aside some time to do a little bit of what I need every day and don't feel so depleted. This has not gone on the whole pandemic, but I've just gone away from things that help me regularly and I'm done with that. I know that some of you are right there with me and struggling alongside me with this. You do have a choice in making sure your needs get met even when all of this crap is still going on in the world. You do get to love you and make you a priority. It might sound impossible, compounded with the number of responsibilities you have right now with maybe kids or pets or your spouse, the works, whatever it is, but just hear me out. There will always be more to clean, to organize, to do, to work on. There will always be somebody who wants your attention and more on the to-do list. But the person that is you, that is deep inside, she needs you too. She needs you to stop sometimes and give her the time of day to hear what she has to say, to let her get creative, to hear her without judgment and not make it mean anything about her. She needs your unconditional love and your support physically and emotionally. She needs you to know that she is willing and ready to be your hero, but she will never be perfect. I've fallen into some bad habits over this period of time that we have been home. And well, really I have let go of some good habits and that is a bad habit. (laughs) And I've also um, started some great habits with my husband, but the habits I'm ready to make sure happen are the ones that I'm committing to myself. I'm reminding myself as I go through this with you that I deserve my own love and attention and that this is not being selfish, but wise. This is about saying no more to running on empty. So I'm working on a reboot with balancing my life and adjusting yet again my expectations. (laughs) We are all learning as we go through this. This is new. It will look different for everyone. And I'm learning right here and now. So this morning I made a list of what things filled me up before. And I recommend you do this. 
what things I miss in my life and how I want it to look. I know that I don't have space for all that I want and all that I'm doing already and that I need to really get serious about or nothing will change because until I change my thoughts about what I have to get done and who owns my time, I will not be able to fight against my subconscious or it will just not be long term. This list included things like journaling every day, which if you know me or listen to any of the podcasts, it's a favorite activity of mine and one that I think is critical and one that I've not been doing for two to three weeks now as we were looking for a dog and then we got a dog. It includes on my list meditation or contemplative prayer where I sit and I let my mind just be. Oh, I miss it. It included getting ready each morning before my time is spent dedicated to my family. I feel so much better when I say, hold on everybody and take 20 to 40 minutes, you know, brushing my teeth, showering, brushing my hair and doing whatever the little things are that make me feel like I'm actually a priority before the day begins, before I start doling out my time. I included also in there some time visualizing visualizing what I actually want and some time being creative, letting myself enjoy my life, laughing, being silly, um, learning the ukulele. Yes, I bought a ukulele to learn ukulele, but then I jumped to getting a dog, so yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine gave me a timely invite yesterday as well, so I wanted to tell you about it. She invited me to do something called a 100-day gong challenge. And in this challenge, you pick a number of things to do daily, every single day without fail for a hundred days in a row. If you miss, you start over. This is a great challenge to get some good habits in place that make me a priority. So I am diving right in. I've not really read anything about it yet, but you can guarantee that when I do, (laughs) I'll be sharing here. So if you want to join me, I would love that. Send me a message. You can do that on Instagram. You can send me a message over on Anchor, the platform for the podcast that I record on. You can also email me at theradicalimperfectionist at gmail.com and tell me if you've done this type of challenge before and how it went and any tips you have. I would love to hear more. So even though today's challenge, or sorry, today's message was somewhat short, I think it's pretty to the point and I know it will resonate with a lot of people. I don't need to be perfect and although life has changed a lot and will keep changing, making sure that I'm a priority is a priority. I am being completely transparent and I hope that this helps you to see yourself as more than enough and motivates you to make some changes to get your needs met if you're struggling in this area too and to give yourself grace. My hope for you is that you will take this to heart and chew on it and decide what you are missing what you need and then own the responsibility for making it happen. I'm going to say a big kind of sweeping generalization, but that when we're in a loving relationship, our spouses, just like we do, want to help be our hero and help get our needs met. We want that for our spouses and they want that for us. Generalizing. (laughs) Even if it doesn't seem like it always. So I think that it is very important to express our desires to our loved ones around us. Expressing them not as demands, but as desires. 
And then in our own heads and on our own time, really mapping out a plan of how to get those needs met. But when we express our desires to our loved ones, they have an opportunity to surprise us with the way they kind of pave pave the way for it to happen for us as well, the way they want to help us. And I know it will improve our lives if we do this. So letting go of what we can't control so we can focus on what we can and be intentional about it is what all of this work is about. You are not alone in any of this. I say that every time and I'm not going to (laughs) stop. Also, a couple of weeks ago, I was part of a summit that was pretty incredible. It is called the Fiercely Resilient Women's Health and Wellness Virtual Summit, and it can be found at FiercelyResilient.com. It is not me who organized the summit, but I was honored to be a guest on the speaker, and I'll put a link to this on my website and in the podcast notes. It's a spectacular summit, and it has over 20 speakers talking about women's empowerment issues, so go check it out. It's a part of also why it took me quite a while to record another episode of the podcast, and it was so much fun. Anyway, have a wonderful week, my friends, and remember to give yourself grace and know that you do have the ability to shift how you're feeling by accepting all of your feelings and then investigating the thoughts that are producing those feelings so that you can actually proactively change what you're thinking to spread love and healing. It all begins with you, my friends. Until next time, this is Holly Ann Casper, the Radical Imperfectionist.